Hey everyone, welcome to Behind the Song. I'm your host, Easton Beasley. So I am super excited to be able to break down my very first single, Supper with Papa, with y'all today. So if you guys have not already heard the song, you can listen to it on any streaming platform that y'all listen to music on, whether that be Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, whatever you listen to music on, my single is there. Also, if you would like to download your very own copy of the single... You can go over to my website, EastonBeasleyMusic.com, and download it there for $1. So before we get into the song, I do want to introduce myself since this is the very first episode of the podcast. I am Easton Beasley. I just released my very first single, Supper with Papa, as we were just talking about. I've been singing in front of my church since I was four years old. That's whenever I learned that I really, really wanted to get into music. Uh, I've been playing guitar since I was 12 years old. And since I was 13, I've been playing ukulele. And then I am now learning how to play the piano. I'm also learning how to produce my own music uh, as well as my podcasts. So for my single, I did all of the tracks for that here in my bedroom. Uh, I recorded the guitar, recorded the vocals, uh, and then I sent it to a friend to do the mix on it. So I did most of the production for my very first single, Stuff with Papa. I'm also right now producing... Uh, my podcast episode through the same software program. So with the what I'm learning how to do with production, I'm able to produ- produce music and be able to produce uh, podcast episodes. So yeah, ever since I was four years old, it has been my passion to get into music and to be able to make music like I'm able to do now. Uh, I absolutely love being able to write songs that are inspiring others, uh, who lead others to Christ, to worship God, and uh, just to make people smile in general. So that's my absolute passion in life is to uh, you know, praise the Lord and to make music. So let's get into the song that we're breaking down today. So Supper with Papa, this song means a whole lot to me. Um, just kind of a basic uh, meaning behind the song. So me and my grandpa, for every Wednesday night until he passed away, for probably around four years... Uh, him and I would go to this local restaurant and would have spaghetti. So every Wednesday night they had their spaghetti special. And uh, so we would go there every Wednesday, have their spaghetti, uh, and just spend time together. That was what our weekly tradition was. And there's a lot of great memories with that. So when he passed away last year, I knew I had to write a song about those nights together. We called them spaghetti nights. Uh, and I knew I had to write a song about those times together. So whenever he passed away, I knew I wanted to write this song for his funeral uh, about the good times we had together. I just did not know where to start. My very first issue was I had no clue what chords to use for a song like this. Uh, all the chords that I had learned up until this point were chords that would not fit the vibe of this song. Um, so I was trying to figure out, I was just like, I don't know what the chord progression could be or what the strumming pattern could be. I was really confused as to what I should do with the actual guitar. Um, and there was just one night I was just playing around on the guitar and uh, trying to come up with something uh, for it. And I held a chord shape that I had never learned before. I had no clue what it was, and I just strummed it. Um, and it was a mis- I guess you could call it a mistake. 
but it actually was a chord and it ended up becoming the very first chord in the progression for the verses, uh, the D sus two. And so I did, I had no clue what that chord was up until that point. Uh, in fact, I had no clue what the first two chords in that progression were until I did the production and I actually looked into it and figured out what the chords were. Um, so yeah, I did that and then I actually just, uh, switched fingering positions going from the uh, second and third fret, just going into the second fret. I don't know how to describe the actual thing, but uh, I changed the chord shape uh, using the same two fingers, just different frets, and um, did the pr pretty similar thing in the uh, second fret to make a, it ended up becoming an A sus too, that I, and I didn't know what this chord was at the time either. Uh, and then I took it to a, a D major. Uh, D major was the, uh, whenever I wrote this was the only chord that I knew from the from the progression in the verse. So I went ahead and recorded that chord progression, and then the next day I went to the computer and started writing the lyrics to this song. So whenever it came time to start writing these lyrics, uh, I had to really think back uh, to these times that I'd have with my grandpa, and you know think of different memories and things we would talk about and. You know, just figure out uh, what we would do, that way I could put it into lyrics. Uh, so at, at the point, at the time that I was writing this song, uh, the lyrics down, it had been probably around two to three months since the last Spaghetti Night, uh, because after that last Spaghetti Night, my grandpa started having health issues, and so we didn't get to go back uh, before he passed away. So it had already been several months since the last one, and I still remembered it. I still remembered what we would do. I still, I mean, to this day, it's been over a year, and uh, it's. I still remember what time he'd pick me up. I remember all these details to it, but it was just trying to take these details and turn them into song lyrics. That was the next issue. So I had to really think about these different things we would do, and you know what what things were repetitive every single week, what kind of things varied, and write the song lyrics about that. So I had the song completed, I was happy with it, and so I went ahead, performed it at his funeral, and uh, I, I really liked that song. And so what I decided to do is to record that song, uh, and it became my very first single. Uh, I decided that'd be a cool way to honor my grandpa, uh, to have the song I wrote for him being my very first single. So, here we are now. Uh, I'm, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of go through and tell you guys what a spaghetti night with my grandpa would have looked like. So every week I would get off the bus on Wednesday nights. I was super excited. My grandpa was going to be picking me up in a couple hours. Uh, I would go inside, uh, and while I was waiting for him to come, uh, I would be playing guitar or something like that, singing, you know, just doing something with music, and uh, getting ready to, for him to come pick me up. So around five, around five o'clock every week is whenever he would pick me up. We showed up at the restaurant at the same time. Our waitress started her shift at five o'clock, so we would try to be there at five o five, five ten ish, because it's just a couple minutes away from my house. So my grandpa would come around five o'clock and would pick me up, and so I'd be in my room. He'd show up. I'd hear his. I'd hear him honk his horn twice, and that was my cue to get up and go. So I would put on my shoes, run out the door, and uh, go hop in the truck. We'd start talking to each other, and we'd head off down the road. 
and uh, we'd head to the restaurants. Once we got there, like I said, we usually got there around 5.05, 5.10. And uh, we'd walk in, and we always sat uh, in the same section of the restaurant, but we would try to get the same table. So as we were making our way back to the table, there was this uh, elderly couple there who we'd stop by and talk to uh, on our way to our table. They became, you know, they were really good friends, and uh, we really liked to talk to them. So every single week we would talk to them. They usually were there. And uh, then we would walk back to our table and sit down, and our waitress would come and order get our order for drinks and our meal because we had we had the menu memorized like we were you know classic regulars so uh, we had the menu memorized and uh so she would come up and usually was actually able to guess what we were going to eat um usually we did have spaghetti but there was a few times that we would change it up uh, with like chicken fried chicken chicken fried steak hamburger steak uh, different things on the menu we would kind of change it up a little bit uh, but most of the time it was spaghetti. Um, and so she'd come get our orders for that. Uh, the only thing on our orders that never changed was what him and I would drink. Every week for like four years, he would have a water every week. I would have a sweet tea every week. Uh, I don't think, I, I can't remember one time that either one of us changed what we drank that week. Uh, I don't think that ever happened uh while we would do spaghetti nights um so she'd take our order put it in the computer and uh you know we'd start talking with each other uh, one thing that we'd like to do uh, every once in a while is we would take uh, on the side of the table uh they have these little jello packets or not jello uh, jelly packets and uh, there was different flavors of jelly and all that. And we would take those and uh, would flip them. And uh, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just a weird entertainment thing. Uh, we only did it a couple times. But uh, we would take these jello. Jello. I'm like, why do I keep saying jello? Jelly packets. And we'd like f- hit the corner of them and they'd flip up in the air. And we'd try to get them to land on the bottom. Kind of like, kind of like flipping a water bottle, except we were flipping a, a jelly packet. So that that's just a weird little fun fact about things that we would do. Um, when, we, when they brought our drinks out to us, we'd always take the top of the straw wrapper off and shoot it at each other. That was such a tradition that it actually made it into the chorus of the song, uh, which we'll talk about later whenever we break down the lyrics. Uh, but yeah, we'd have our meal together. Uh, we then after about we usually it'd be about an hour, and then we'd leave and uh, you know just head home. And, uh, yeah, that, that's what a spaghetti night with my grandpa would have looked like uh, week to week. So now what I'm going to do is get into the lyrics and actually break those down, uh, kind of tell a bit of the further story uh, with Supper with Papa. All right, so the first bit of lyrics here in verse 1. He picked me up every week in his gray Chevy truck, pumped for our night out. I ran through the door. So, uh, he drove the same truck, uh, every single time he picked me up, uh, it was a, uh, 2008 Chevy Silverado, uh, crew cab, uh, if you guys have seen the music video, the gray truck in the music video is the exact truck that, uh, he would have picked me up in, so, uh, exact same truck, um, so yeah, 
uh, pumped for our night out. I ran through the door. So, like I, like I said earlier in the podcast, every single Wednesday night, or just Wednesday in general, there was always an excitement that, you know, I was, you know, getting to go with my grandpa to go eat supper together. And so, as soon as I heard him honk the horn twice, I was like, yes, he's here. And so, I'd run out the door and uh, go meet him in the truck. So, next few lyrics here. I'd hop up with Papa, and we'd head down the road. I looked forward to it all day. It was the best part of the week. So, I'd run out the door. I'd get to the truck, hop up in the truck, put my seatbelt on. Uh, and then we'd start heading down the road. We'd be talking to each other. You know, how have you, how have you been doing? Uh, if it was football season, we were talking about the Nebraska Cornhuskers, uh, which that's actually, we actually talk about that in the song later. Um, and I really did, uh, look forward to it all day, especially I hit last block, uh, at school and, uh, you know, I was like, let's go. I'm so excited to get out of here and go to, go to supper with Papa. Uh, so yeah, definitely one of the best parts of my week, you know, being able to spend time with him. Uh, so yeah, into the chorus, supper with Papa, picking on each other, shooting straw wrappers at each other, supper with Papa, Lord just give me one more supper with him. So my grandpa, so that, just so you get to kind of understand the person he was a little bit, uh, he was a very ornery person, uh, ornery people are honestly the best, you, you know, you, you gotta have at least one ornery person that you know. Uh, I know several ornery people, uh, my grandpa was always picking on me, he was very ornery, uh, and so, I mean, and just to add on to it, the owner of the restaurant who we are friends with, uh, he actually acted as grandpa in the music video, uh, he was just as ornery as my grandpa, if not worse, (laughs) so we get to the restaurant, and I have both of them picking on me, and I'm having to sit here and defend myself, and yeah, you just you can't win. You, you can't win against one ornery person. You definitely can't win against two ornery people. It just it doesn't happen. So uh, you know, I just had I had to put up with two people picking on me. Uh, but uh, shooting straw wrappers at each other. I actually talked about that earlier in the podcast as well. Uh, we would get the straw wrappers or straws when, when our waitress brought our drinks out. We take the straws and peel the top off and just start shooting them at each other, and then. After the fact, after we are shooting the straw wrappers at each other, we would take the straw wrappers, wad them up into balls, and start throwing them at each other. And whenever my grandpa and the owner started picking on me, that was my defense. Because I it, verbally, I'm not going to be able to win this argument, so I take these paper wads and throw them at my grandpa and throw them at the owner. That was my only way to defend myself against these two ornery people, is to throw paper wads at them. So uh, that's that's how I won. Uh, winning is not the word. But uh, that's, that's how I would defend myself uh, against the ornery people. So yeah. But yeah, it was a... That was... Something that happened every week is the straw shooting straw wrappers at each other, so it, ha- it had to be in the song. Uh, and throwing throwing the paper wads at each other, we did that every week. Uh, it just came, it's like a tradition inside of the tradition. So into verse two, uh, we talk about a Husker game. Every play that was made, how Frost will turn this whole thing around. Just wait and see. So my grandpa uh, was from Nebraska, so we were. Uh, our whole family is Nebraska fans. Uh, my dad is. I was. I am. You know, 
by law, family law. <laughs> uh, so we're all Husker fans, and uh, so during football season and uh, pre-football season, uh, we would talk about, uh, you know, the games and all that. You know, we as the seasons were coming up, we would talk about, you know, how we did last year and all that. And, uh, you know, as the games were going on, as we were in the middle of the season, uh, we would talk about, you know, how the game was last weekend or whatever. And uh, see, you know, come up with predictions against other teams and all that stuff. Uh, and so that's what we would talk about a lot of the time. Uh, this next line, a lot of people, unless you're a Cornhusker fan or, fan or you, uh, just know this name from college football. Uh, you probably won't understand the next line. Which is how Frost will turn this whole thing around. Just wait and see. Uh, Scott Frost is the coach for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. And uh, so he, a couple years ago, he was uh, hired as the coach. He used to play for the Cornhuskers. um, And then now he's the coach. Uh, And so a few years ago, whenever he was hired, it kind of gave everyone who's a Cornhusker fan hope. Uh, The Cornhuskers uh, had not been doing too hot uh, in years past, so having Scott Frost as the coach uh, gave us all hope that the program would be turned around and that we would start doing well, uh, or doing better at games. And uh, so we would talk about, you know, yeah, sure, the years past have been great, but now that we now that Scott Frost is coach, uh, we've got this. You know, it may take a few years, but he's going to turn the program around, uh, which you know has de- has definitely come. A long way uh, in the years that he's been coach. Uh, we'd eat and laugh and joke with each other every week, one after another. Uh, and that's just that. Those two lines right there is basically just a, sp- a spaghetti night uh, wrapped up into two lines. That's basically what we would do. We'd eat, you know, we joke around with each other, you know. Just having having a good time, you know, being surrounded by friends and being there with your grandfather, uh, really makes a an event special, or something a night together special. And you know, we so we we did this every week, one after another. Uh, it never got old. We did it every week, uh, and we we both loved it. So into the bridge. Love you. Thanks for going. See you next time. Were the words he said to me every time. So in the storyline, at this point, we've left. We've already paid, and we're heading home. And we're now at the house. And uh, whenever we get to my house, uh, and he dropped me off, uh, that's pretty much uh, what he would say every week. You know, love you. Thanks for going. Uh, see you next time. And uh, yeah, that's. I mean, that was. That's pretty much word for word as to what he would have said um, week to week as I was getting out of the truck. And so whenever I came to the bridge and wrote that, I I knew I had to put that in there uh, as to what he would have said to me every single week uh, as he was dropping me off. So uh, that's the lyric breakdown for Supper with Papa. Uh, It's kind of just going through the storyline again of uh, what a spaghetti night would have looked like. So yeah, like I said earlier in the podcast, this song uh, it means a whole lot to me. You know, it's about you know about the good times I had with my grandpa, and uh, I I really like this song. So uh, 
I hope you guys do too. So before I end this episode here, I do want to make sure that this message comes across in the podcast, and that is that if your grandparents are still around, make sure that you spend time with them, because you won't regret it. Uh, My other grandpa, I spend time with him uh, every week. Him and I go to the archer range and uh, shoot together. And uh, I go to their house every once in a while and we'll spend a week or two with them and help them with the chores around the property or whatever. So whatever uh, you like to do, whatever you think that you and your grandfather or grandmother would like to do together, make sure that you get to spend that time with them. Uh, My grandma, uh, whenever I go to their house, we always uh, make cookies together and stuff like that. So just whatever it is. Make sure that you are spending time with your grandparents. Uh, it's something you won't you won't regret later. I want to thank you all for tuning in today and listening to my podcast about my very first single supper with Papa and allowing me to break down the meaning of that song with you all. I hope that you all have some way that you guys can connect to that song. Uh, I hope you guys spend time with your grandparents and. Uh, yeah, so uh, if you guys have not listened to the song yet, if you've not listened to Supper with Papa, it is out now on all streaming platforms. You can go to Spotify, YouTube, uh, where, wherever you listen, iTunes, uh, wherever you listen to music, the single is there. Uh, if you go to any of my social medias, uh, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the official music video uh, is there. Uh, just search up Easton Beasley Music and you will be able to find my music there. Also, if you guys liked my podcast and how I break down the meaning of my song, then make sure to come back after every music release because there will be a new podcast episode breaking down the meaning behind the new song. Uh, This song was a little odd compared to the other music that I have that will be released in the future. I do write a lot of Christian music, so in the future you'll see more Bible studies and things like that uh, based on the, the songs. Uh, here on the podcast, so uh, it just kind of depends on the song what that episode will uh, have inside. So yeah, uh, I really, re- I really am thankful that you guys have listened to my song and have listened to this podcast. Thank you guys so much, and yeah, I will see you all next time. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.